0: of the undisputed heavyweight champion of Boxing Talk Radio. Talkin' Boxing with Billy C. is on now. My style is impetuous. My
1: defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. you live from the Billy C. Studios in Lake George, New York. I'm Bill Calagero and it's time for the Billy C. Show. Good morning, good day, good evening, whenever you're listening. Glad to have you with us today. Whether it's uh, morning, day, or night for you. Whether it's today or yesterday or tomorrow. Whenever you're watching or listening. What's up, man? Today's show is being brought to us in part by Sal's Neighborhood Pizzeria and Italian Restaurant located on beautiful St. Simons Island in Georgia. Check out his website, www.salisneighborhoodpizzeria.com. You can see the menu up there, and you can begin to drool. I'm starting to drool because I'm going to be there soon. You better start stocking up. All I can say is Sal's Restaurant better stock up because I'm starting to fast now so I can uh, save up and uh, get, get, get up a mighty hunger while I go down there. Give them a call, 912-268-2328, 912-268-2328, Sal's Neighborhood Pizzeria and Italian Restaurant. Uh, like I said, website, com. Today's show is also being brought to us in part by our next Billy C. Boxing Get-Together, which is going to be in St. Simon's next week. That's right. We're doing a uh, McGregor-Mayweather Fight Weekend, and it's going to be uh, f- uh both Friday and Saturday. Join Sal and myself, as well as uh, former world champions, Bobby Chez, Marlon Starling, Mike Weaver, uh, hang out with us, and, oh, I almost forgot, Sal rocky Cola is going to be uh, doing a workout, a live workout that he's actually training for right now, with renowned trainer uh, from uh, Tampa, Florida, Sherman Henson. So uh, make sure you uh, make your plans. We are going to have a meet and greet, which is going to include some uh, food for you and a cash bar and uh, get to meet everybody, hang out, watch the uh, workout. Then we're going to give you a showing of our new series, Billy C's Boxing Revisited. Uh, You will see uh, an episode or two in its full episode and it's full uh, a full episode in its entirety, I should say. Um, Before we release them to the networks, which will be coming out this fall. Uh, Then, on Saturday, uh, prior to the uh, big fight, we will be doing a little golf outing. And we'll be all hanging out at Sal's. We'll watch the fight and uh, have some fun. So make sure you make your plans now. You can go to CPOMS.com. Call up and tell them you want uh, the uh, Billy C. Boxing special. uh, Or just visit our website, BillyCBoxing.com and click on the CPOMS banner. And finally, today's show is being brought to us in part by my book, Tom Molino: From Bondage to Baddest Man on the Planet, is available right now where all good books are sold. And you can get a copy right now while you're watching or listening to the show just by visiting Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Find out why I'm so adamant about telling Tom Molino's story. It's a true story, and uh, you guys should know about this guy. He's a part of uh, boxing history. He's a part of black American history, and he's a part of American history. He's, he's a historical guy. Read the book. Oh, if you want a signed copy, come on down to St. Simons, and I'll be glad to uh, give you one. Uh, or you could just go to our website and uh, click on the book. You can't miss it. Um, all right. <clears throat> you know how I've said, this fight will never get approved. The next thing we know, uh, McGregor Mayweather's approved. Uh, It was uh, Jeremy C. was kind enough to point out to me this morning that yesterday I said they will never approve eight-ounce gloves for this fight. Well, guess what? Shortly after our show, the Nevada State Athletic Commission approved eight-ounce gloves for Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. I think this just goes to show you um, that Bob Bennett and the rest of the Nevada State Athletic Commission are a bunch of spineless, gutless pigs that don't care about anything except the money that can be generated for the commission for this fight. Now, the issue here that I have is simple. It is a safety issue, and it's a rules issue. And the rules are the rules. They're put in place. You know, I don't agree with all the rules that are put in place, not only in boxing, but in life. But you know what? Once a rule is put in place, we're supposed to follow them. If you break the rules, you have repercussions from it in some way, shape, or form. You guys know how I feel about Dan Raphael. You know, we all know that he just cannot pass a donut shop or a buffet line. And I've also said that he doesn't know much about the sport of boxing. He's a great writer. But I will tell you this. Get ready, boys and girls. Sit down because I'm going to read a quote from Dan Raphael right now that I agree with. And it says, why does the Nevada State Athletic Commission have rules if they're willing to change them for one fight and allow Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor to box with eight-ounce gloves when the rule is clearly 10-ounce gloves for a 154-pound weight class the fight is taking place in? The, commission's, the commission claims that the rules were put in place as a matter of safety and the Association of Ringside Physicians, a leading group of medical professionals dedicated to the health and safety of boxers and mixed martial artists, wrote the commission a letter saying that the rule should not be waived. Yet, the commission changed the rule for no apparent reason. What's next? Allowing glass-coated gloves or for the fighters to be allowed to use chairs, as in WWE style? I've been very critical of Dan Raphael in the past, but I fully agree with his statement here, and I think it's ludicrous that the commission would do this. Joining me right now, uh, all the way from beautiful St. Simons Island, which we talked a little before we went on air, and I told him what we were going to do, and he was all ready to say what he was wanting to say, and I said, uh uh-uh, not so <laughs> fast, not so fast, Sal, because you got to listen to the quote first. Now that Sal is with us, and you heard the quote. Go ahead, Sal.
0: What's your thoughts on this? I, You know, I just don't understand. I think what they're going to probably wind up doing in about five years, I think we're going to have virtual boxing matches. I think they're going to tape fighters training and, and uh, doing shadow boxing and, and maybe uh, hitting the mitts, and I think they're going to feed it into Alex Propali's computer, little boxing machine. And I think they're going to have Boxing a decision or a fight, have take place in this little virtual room of computer or cyber world. And that's going to be the victor. Uh, it's it's bad. It's bad. You know, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I got to start gambling in Nevada. This way, uh, you know, the rules could change. If I lose, I'll win. You know, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's it's a bizarre. It really is. I cannot believe it. I mean, you know, it, it reminded me, Bill, when we tried to uh, go. Uh, uh, go in front of the athletic uh, uh, department and the uh, boxing commissioner in Atlanta so I can get my uh, professional license back professional boxing license back in the state of Georgia and they said well Mr. Senecoli, you passed all your health exams you have this you have that you had a good record we see the tapes. you're you're in good shape Uh, however there's a rule on the books that says we cannot issue a professional boxing license to any fighter applying over the age of 50 if they have not had at least 10 fights over the last 10 years four of which needed to be professional fights and they said have you had at least four professional fights over the last 10 years I said well if you give me five minutes I'll go in the hall I'll call my cousin Vinny he could probably manufacture those fights i will have them fully documented but you got to give me time no actually I said no sir I cannot they said, well, the rules are we cannot issue you the license. I said, well, can I change the rule? He said, yes. I said, can I do it by next month? He said, no. <laughs> so, so I guess rules were made to be broken. It's just a matter of going through the process and the right people to get them uh, re uh, revisited and changed. Hey, 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 hey. Don't be using revisited.
1: That's 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 our show, <gasps> oh, man. That's oh, our show. Oh, what yeah. oh, what is, that, is it with is you? You like to just give shit away. I mean, I, I just don't. I hey, don't get it. With I you. I was just revisiting. I, hey, I just yeah. revisited my coffee on the first break. Hey, that's a nice mug you got there. I will tell you, what a good looking mug. there you go. But uh, listen, all kidding aside, you know, yes. I, I was very critical um, of of Bob Bennett. I, I issued him an open letter. I emailed it. I mailed it. He refused to respond to me uh, personally. However, he did seem to address all the questions uh, in an article that was uh, written and posted on another website. Uh, And, you know, my main question uh, was based, and and the reason why I wrote the letter, was based on a statement that he made during a fight, uh, which he looked like a fool because he's going, it's it's," he clearly, uh, you know, said that, The fight was the punch was a legal punch. And, you know, we're all watching the replay and uh, it it was, you know, it it was it clear. No, it clearly was hit before the bell and we're all watching a replay here in the bell ding. And then all of a sudden, bam, the punch, you know, it's like, uh, no, I think you misunderstood the guys in the truck. But he goes, listen, our number one priority here at the Nevada State Athletic Commission is fighter safety. And since he made that comment, uh, he's approved the fight. He's uh, not only approved the fight, but uh, now has switched uh, the gloves. This fight is being contested at 154 pounds. Uh, So therefore, uh, the rule, uh, which is pretty much in all commissions, is anything uh, at that weight or above uh, must uh, wear 10-ounce gloves. Now, uh, there are cases where you're fighting a smaller weight class, say 147 or 140, and the fighters choose to fight with larger gloves as as long as both sides agree to that. Um, the, I, I mean, I've, been, I've promoted fights where we did just that uh, because we didn't have enough eight-ounce gloves, and the fighters <laughs> agreed, and, uh, you know, the commission has no problem going up. It's the going down problem. And the Nevada State Athletic Commission, Bob, spineless, gutless Bob Bennett, who's the director, along with the rest of his cronies, unanimously uh, approved uh, this. Now, uh, the issue here, I understand... That from a sales pitch, and this this whole thing is is it's a snake. Flow. It's a snake sca- salesman. Uh, anyway, you know. But the 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 truth of the matter is is if you want to look at this technically, this does not. I, I mean, Floyd Mayweather has been adamant about how he's going go to go toe to toe with this guy. It's going to end <laughs> in a knockout. It's going <laughs> to yeah. do all this stuff. We all don't think it's going to happen. Floyd Mayweather yeah. has been lying to us for a decade. But you know, let's assume it does happen. Let's assume that. Floyd Mayweather has been lying all these years, and but today he's telling the truth, similar to what Bob Arum says. Let's just assume that for a minute, okay? This is not an advantage for Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather has those weak, girly little hands that he's allowed to shoot up with steroids. We, we all know that. You, got, you guys know that, right? I mean, he's, he is allowed to, to put uh, steroid uh, ointments and shots in his hands uh, to prevent uh, breakage whereas uh, in most cases they don't allow other fighters to do it. He's also allowed to have IVs to clean himself out before they test him the night before. You know, no other oh, wow. fighters is allowed to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. He's got all special treatment. But putting all that aside, putting all that aside, this does not seem to be in Floyd's be- Floyd's best interest to go to this size glove. It just doesn't. If he's trying to to prove that, you know, he is, he can do all these things. I think it's more that they're trying to get interest because there's been a lack of interest. They still have several thousand tickets available for the live gate. The uh, pre-sale for the closed circuit at the other casinos have been horrendous. Uh, They are not selling. Uh, obviously, we don't know how the pay-per-views. Are. I know, I know one pay-per-view that was sold down in St. Simons, but uh, I bought uh, it yesterday. You know, but, uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that you know the numbers uh, are are being, uh, uh, you know that that are being projected are, are not as good as they think. Showtime uh, is uh, scrambling there. Every one of the people in Showtime are saying how great it is, how great Mayweather is, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I think they're they're starting to run scared a little bit, you know. Um, the truth of the matter is, is this is not for safety. It's to blo- it's to help bloister sales. And, um, I, I mean, it's come to this. Is, is this an actual chance that Floyd Mayweather is taking, Sal?
0: You know, <clears throat> I think, like we said, this is nothing but the fluff without the stuff. And this is salesmanship. This is great. This is like next they're going to be doing bare knuckles. Oh, wait, that's what they – yeah. And uh, it – you know, two ounces here or there in my little world, uh, and I say this in all due respect to the medical professions and the commissioners that want safety first for all fighters. Uh, you know, two ounces. You're not, when you get hit with a glove. It's not the matter of the 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 two ounces here or there, and and feeling the knuckles through the glove. It's the percussion, the concussion, the the, the torque, the impact, the jolt of the head whoa, 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 that whoa, shakes whoa, your brain.
1: so Calm yeah. down, calm down. It looks okay. like you you're, you're okay. beating the hell out of your hand there. Hey, listen, okay. hold that okay. thought because I want you to explain that. Hold that, that thought. I got, I got to hold my head. I, I want again. you to explain yeah, that. But we got to we got to take a break. So uh, okay. hold that thought. I, coffee, hold coffee, it. Coffee, hold coffee, that coffee. thought. I need you to hold oh. that thought. I'm gonna hold the thought. Okay. okay. Hold that thought. Get, we are gonna take a break. We'll be back. Trying to get away in two. We'll be right back. Check out BillyCBoxing.com now or feel the wrath of the mighty mustache.
0: Oh, that hurts. Why are you doing that to my face? I hate you.
1: I hate you. That's billycboxing.com. Consider this your warning. Now back to Billy C. Interact with the show at billycboxing.com. And we're back. You're watching and listening to the Billy C Show. Glad you could be with us. And speaking of being with us, don't forget, mark it down. It's happening. Oh, it's happening, sweetheart. Next weekend, the next Billy C Boxing Get-Together will be held on beautiful St. Simons Island in the state of Georgia. Come on down and join Sal and myself and former world champions Marlon Starling, Bobby Ches and Mike Hercules Weaver for a weekend of fun in the sun. Check out uh, cpalms.com. Give them a call and tell them that you want the Billy C. Boxing uh, Special, and uh, they'll lay out a package for you that you won't resist. Come on down, mingle with us, watch an episode of Boxing Revisited, Billy C.'s Boxing Revisited, before anyone else does. It won't be released to the networks until the fall uh, so check that out. Come on out. Watch Sal work out with uh, trainer Sir Sherman Henson out of Tampa. Trust me, you'll have a great time. Uh, so we want you to be there. So uh, sign up today and uh, come on down next weekend. Joining me right now is Sal, Rocky Santa And before we went to break, Sal, you were uh, telling... <laughs> okay. Holding my thought. Yeah, all right. Well, my thought. Let it out, baby. Let it out. Let your thought out about the uh, difference
0: in glove size. Uh, okay, great. You know, two ounces... In my little world, like I said, doesn't mean much of anything because even though I could see the intent of where they're thinking a little more padding, uh, you know, unless they want to hit you with a pillow and have a freaking pillow fight, uh, two ounces I don't think is that much of a difference in the actual blow, the trauma, the head. When you get hit, it's the actual the torque, the snap, the snap of the neck, the, 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 the shaking of your head. From the force, the momentum, the heavy, the weight, the, the punch, the fist, not the not the smack, the, the, so much of the, the glove, but the thud that jolts your head and shakes your brain against your skull. That's that's where the trauma occurs. What about and,
1: the, what about the safety for the hands? Is there any difference there?
0: That's a good point. You know, I'll tell you what. And I thought about that. I uh, going into that fight I had down in Memphis, Tennessee. I told you, I kept the gloves. They gave me twelve ounce gloves. They, they gave this guy eight ounce gloves, and they gave me soaking wet twelve ounce gloves. And they—that's all they had. They gloved me in the ring. I was so upset. What so, commission? Uh, what, what commission? Manager what commission
1: was this? Bugs Bunny commission?
0: I mean, come on. Uh, tell, this was the Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee. This was say a, no, more. T- this say was, no more. This was, this was a, well. Forget about it. This was. I was in this guy's backyard. Uh, I was undefeated. This guy was a contender. He was supposed to be a rising guy, and uh, I went in there. And uh, it was a 10 round United States decision. Uh, that was my big fight, the bloodbath war. You can see it on the internet against Robert Choo Choo Dixon. It was a war. The minutes they, they were like three. Three and a half minute rounds. It was a it was a wacky wacky night, but I had four cuts, two perforated eardrums, a separated retina. The doctor wanted to stop the fight three times. I begged him not to, and I won. I beat the guy in his hometown, and that was good. And I was sutured up that the, that night, and that's where that doctor told me the story, um, that changed my career. But the bottom line is this: when you whether you're fighting eight ounce, ten ounce, twelve ounce, I don't think the blow of the of the of the force that causes damage to the head is that significantly less than of uh, trauma than what your brain is going to have an impact between an 8-ounce glove or a 10-ounce glove. And that's where the damage occurs, when you snap the neck or snap the head and the jolt and the brain bounces off the skull. So if with that being said, okay, maybe they're still trying to, to, to minimize anything and they're taking any precautionary rules and regulations, and that's why we fight with 10-ounce gloves over a weight class of uh, 154 pounds. So... I don't know. Like I said, unless they want to put uh, uh, Alex Perpalli in a in time machine of the boxing uh, 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 model and have virtual fights, that's, that, there's always danger. There's always danger. This is boxing. This is what you know going into the sport. You could be carried out of the ring. Uh, you may never wake up. You have uh, damage that can occur after one fight. Uh, this is the realities of this sport. And if you understand the realities of what you want to take part in, then you know what? I I don't understand. I mean, this is what we do. This is what it's about. It's not for the uh, couch potato or anybody else that wants to sit down. It's for their pleasure and be a fan base. But guess what? Nobody is forcing anybody to put on the gloves and get in the ring and fight. These guys do it because they're passionate one way or the other that they want to take on the risk, the challenge. They're testing themselves to some level, and they're willing to put their foot in a ring to face another fighter on equal terms, or somewhat equal terms. So you know, nobody's putting a gun to their head to tell them, "Hey, go in a ring and fight." No, they elect to do it. They know the the, the potential trouble. That they're going to have one fight after another after another after another. If they're, if they're responsible adults, they'll be able to understand what the reality of of fighting is in their world. and for them, right? I mean, I, you know, it's uh, I,
1: you know, I, I think I think what bothers me about it is special rules for spe- for 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 people that aren't that shouldn't be special. You know, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, you know goes around pounding his chest he's wearing uh tbe shirts and all this stuff i mean it's he's a sickening individual in my opinion um and yet the commission and and and, you know it makes it makes perfect sense the guy never wants to fight outside of uh nevada maybe it's because nevada is the commission that he has in his back pocket and bob bennett Uh, must be on his Christmas gift list because this guy allows Mayweather all special things that he does not allow other fighters. Um, Speaking of the fight, it was also announced yesterday. Ironically enough, some of the topics that we talked about on yesterday's show um, were all revealed to us after the show. Not that the show had anything to do with it. I'm not suggesting that. Just timing is everything. But they did announce the referee and the... uh, Judges for the fight yesterday, and um, Ro- Robert Bird, the Birdman, uh, will be the ref uh, in uh, in this fight. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I think uh, I think Robert Bird is uh, is a reasonable guy. He's uh, he's he's a-, a decent referee. He usually lets fighters fight, which is a good sign for Conor McGregor. I'm just a little nervous that they're going to jump the gun with a DQ. Should any anything happen, whether it seems to be uh, by mistake or not, if it's not by mistake, I feel either fighter should, if if they commit a a blatant uh, foul, I, I
0: think either fighter should be uh, DQ'd. But um, well, warned first. How about a warning? Well, well, unless the, unless you do something so deliberate, so exactly but they got to have it. some kind of warning, then a point, then a DQ. Right? How about that? No, 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 like no, that. no, 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 no.
1: I agree with you. What I'm saying is. If it's a if it's a blatant, you know, uh, like like a launching like a launching um, headbutt, you know, uh, that should mm-hmm. be you know that could warrant a, an immediate DQ, um, or if he you know drop kicks him, or if he uh, takes you know does a does a one of those what do they call it like a scissor uh, hold on him or something, you know, um, yeah, uh, blatant DQ. But if he should uh, have a blow stray below the belt. Or if he does like Floyd, and, and here's another thing, Floyd has—I've never seen Floyd Mable to get warned for his elbow. I mean, that's is pretty much is one of his best punches. You know, um, hey, yeah. we
0: learned that early on.
1: Yeah, I, I, I
0: agree. I, I think that uh, they should be. Uh, Right, a follow-through. It's a but, follow-through. Hey, hey uh, ref, I was following through my hook. My elbow just was it after slipped. my wrist.
1: Yeah, my, my, my elbow <laughs> slipped. It, it slipped. It, it nailed him on the chin and knocked him out. Sorry. Um, Elbows but, McFadden, where are you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ex- Elbows McFadden. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm okay with, with Bird. Now, the three judges that were assigned, Burt Clemens, Dave Moretti, and Guido Cavallari. Um, Dave Moretti. Is a guy that I know personally, and um, he—he's uh, a decent referee. I, I have questioned some of his uh, uh, some of his scorecards at times. Uh, Bert Clemens uh, is decent, and uh, uh, Cavalieri—I I honestly don't know much about him, um, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see I, as far as scorecards go. Um, I, I don't know. You could have the three blind mice in there because I, I would think that each round is going to go to Floyd Mayweather, uh, whether he throws a punch or not, um, only because uh, he's going to win all the rounds. Uh, That's why I believe this fight uh, will either uh, end in a knockout because of Conor McGregor's, um, you know, uh, basically being tired, (laughs) uh, you know, fatigue factor uh, or Floyd and Floyd will knock him out uh, because of the fatigue or Floyd's going to run and hide for, uh, for 12 rounds. And uh, I think that, like Larry said yesterday, I think that if, Con- if Conor McGregor goes the distance with Floyd, that's going to be a win, uh, whether it, ha- it goes on the official record or not. But that'll clearly be a win for Conor McGregor and uh, UFC slash MMA uh, type fights because, uh, you know, he shouldn't he should not uh, be able to go 12 rounds with floyd mayweather i don't care that floyd is 40 years old i don't care you know but uh we'll see what happens but uh, hey, he Sal, shouldn't be able he
0: shouldn't be able to go past 8 past 6 really
1: you shouldn't even be allowed to fight him honestly there you go
0: that's what i'm that's what i'm talking about
1: you know i mean uh he shouldn't the, the, shite, the fight shouldn't have been approved you know it's not a real yeah. fight uh, listen I, you would not believe how many mma I, i'm being I, I, you know, I'm ready to shave my mustache off. Uh, I would normally just get glasses. How do and a I mustache. get it off the cup? Well, I I would I, I would normally just get glasses and a mustache to hide myself, but I already have the glasses and the mustache mask on. Uh, so I was thinking about exactly, you know, exactly what exactly what you're showing. Well, yeah, you were showing. Show it again, not that the, the camera's on you. Yeah, yeah, you, know, I, I, you know, that's what that, that's that's me. He took a shot of me. He took a shot at me, but whoa, he's taking a he's taking a cheap shot at me now. But uh, but the truth is, I'm thinking of shaving my mustache just to go in disguise, uh, because uh, uh, the truth of the matter is, I'm being uh, you know, harassed by all these MMA fans, and you know, with the announcement that that I had to find out. While on the road yesterday, I was on the road, and uh, uh, I find out that the announcement uh, of the gloves, all of a sudden, my phone starts blowing up, and I got MMA people calling me and texting me going, oh, now what do you think, Billy? See, who's going to win now? You know, and I'm like, Floyd is going to win. You know, it's still not (laughs) changing. Two ounces ain't going to make a difference. No way, but what may happen, even though the Nevada State Athletic Commission allows Floyd to get uh, shots in his hands, which... Coach just made an interesting point uh in the chat room. There's been a long uh long time people have been uh assuming, uh no nobody has ever proven it yet, assuming that Floyd himself is on steroids, even though he's the first guy to call for clean boxing, et cetera. Et cetera. But he's allowed to shoot a steroid in his hand which does come up on, on the uh, test that Co- Coach points out, it does come up on the test, but since it's already reported, they look past it, you know? So there's a steroid that's coming up on Floyd's uh, uh, clean uh, blood test. And then the other issue is they also allow him uh, these IVs uh, the night before the fight, which would also uh, clean out a system. So, I, you know, I don't understand why they give him this special treatment, and that kind of makes me sick. Oops. Sal, why didn't you tell me? We're over We're over our limit. Listen, we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we're going to open up the phone lines, even if it means disconnecting Sal for a minute. So if you've got a comment on this 8-Ounce Glove situation, give me a call uh, right now. Uh, what's the number? 845-228-8710. I think that's the number. Billy C. will be right back. Check out BillyCBoxing.com now. Or feel the wrath of the mighty mustache.
0: Oh, that hurts. Why are you doing? That's my face. I hate, I, hate I hate you. I hate you. That's billycboxing.com.
1: Consider this your warning. Now back to Billy, Billy C. C. Interact with the show at billycboxing.com. And we're back. You're watching, and you're watching, you're watching, and listening to the Billy C Show. Glad you could be with us. Don't forget to join us down in uh, St. Simons Island, or up in St. Simons Island, depending upon where you're where you coming from, uh, next weekend for the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Uh, Sal and I will be joined by uh, world, former world champions Bobby Ches, Marlon Starling, Mike Hercules, Weaver, and renowned trainer uh, out of uh, Tampa, Florida. Sherman Henson Uh, we will be doing uh, two days worth of activities down there uh, having a great time and uh, you guys should come on down and join especially if you wanted to get a copy of my book because uh, I might give a few out Sal's gonna be uh, maybe giving out some uh, t-shirts I don't know man we're we're gonna make it fun fun in the sun make sure you join us Uh, go to seapalms.com and uh, give them a shout Tell them uh, you want the uh, Billy C Boxing specials. They have a couple of packages available. We're gonna play some golf too, so uh, I'm not very good. So uh, I give you a heads up. You don't want me on your team. But uh, anyway, make sure you come on down. You could also uh, get to uh, the seat bombs by visiting our website, BillyCBoxing.com, and clicking on the sea bombs. Got any thoughts on uh, the glove change for uh, McGregor Mayweather? Give us a call: eight four five two two eight eight seven Well, no, even if we have to kick uh, Sal to the curb uh, to take your call, we'll do that. But uh, speaking of Sal, uh, what do you think, man? Uh, Oh, speaking of Sal, uh, we uh, we seem to have uh, lost my man, Sal. So uh, I'm going to have to get back to him. Uh, You know, he is in the, uh, uh, you know, area 52 uh, area. 52, that is he's in that area of number 52 so uh maybe he lost power or uh now's a great time to give us a call uh because sal is uh not to be found right now so uh 845 228 one oh uh for uh sal for to call in to the show yeah yeah yeah. anyway some other news uh in a fight that's uh, going to be taking place as part of the uh, world boxing super series uh they announced that uh, Uh, Tickets are available for... And and normally, you never hear me promote ticket sales. Um, But uh, uh, I I love the World Boxing Super Series so much that I want to try to help them in any way we can. So um, the tickets for the first uh, uh, World Boxing Super Series, which will take place uh, in the Cruiserweight Division on September 23rd in Texas, uh, go on sale today. And uh, the prices at the uh, Alamo Dome uh, The most expensive seat you can pick up is $250, and uh, GA is $30, so uh, uh, pretty reasonable pricing. Uh, the main event is going to be uh, current WBA Cruiserweight Champion, Unier Dorticos going up against uh, once-beaten Dmitry uh, Kutuzov, which uh, uh, I think will be a... Uh, uh, a, a dynamite fight, I, I really do. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, the whole series. To be honest with you, so uh, that's uh, available right now for you. I do have some emails that we'll uh, read right now and uh, get to. So uh, first and foremost, uh, the first one's from my man Jesse. He says, uh, "Hey Billy C and Sal, um, I uh, he said that uh, uh, I read that Jorge Lara against uh, Jojo Diaz is on." uh the triple g canelo card this should be a good fight uh lara is aggressive and lands hard shots why diaz is a counter puncher uh with volume the winner probably moves on to bigger better fights uh i, I like the fight we'll uh we'll see what happens with uh with that one i, I agree i mean uh diaz uh, uh La- lara's are already i think a, a proven fighter and uh, Jojo Diaz uh, has been carefully moved and uh, very, might very well uh, be ready uh, for uh, some bigger, uh, better things. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you on that one, Jess. Uh, he says, uh, hey, Billy, I saw the Jimmy Kimmel show, and Floyd was on there, and he said he was going to take the fight to Connor. He said he is moving forward. Uh, he says, I can see that. This is uh, Jesse. He says, I can see that, uh, considering... Um, Uh, Floyd isn't facing another boxer. He says uh, Jimmy said he wanted a bet on the fight, and Floyd says whatever you bet, if you don't win it, I'll give you back. Uh, Floyd also said this fight will not go 12 rounds. Um, You know, to me, this is all propaganda. Uh, You know, I, I can't see Floyd... Um, Mayweather I, I, I just I'm sorry But I can't see Floyd Mayweather um, Going into this fight And all of a sudden Changing his style it, it doesn't make sense And you know If you want to give Floyd credit For being smart And def- you know All his all his cronies Always tell me Oh he's so defensive You can't hit him Well you know It's hard to hit Unless you're plastic man It's hard to hit him When he's running Around the ring uh, so it's hard for me to to believe that Floyd is going to take it to Conor McGregor. Uh, considering Conor McGregor is, is a physically a bigger guy, and he's also, I mean, I'm assuming Floyd's not on steroids. Maybe he is. Maybe it's affecting his mind. But, uh, uh, you know, Conor's generally a bigger guy. Uh, I would assume that he hits harder than Floyd. Floyd really can't knock anybody out. Um, you know, with a power punch. I mean, he's got uh, hand speed and, and accumulation will, uh, will knock someone out. I, I just don't see Floyd going right after Conor. Um, you know, if you want to look at this uh, fight in any way, shape, or form as being competitive, well, the only way uh, that it, uh, it can be competitive is if, you know, Floyd does what he does, which is, you know, uh, feel out uh, his uh, opponent, in uh, Conor McGregor uh, Make Conor come at him Show him what he's got uh, For the first few rounds and then if he's Going to go move in for the kill I could see that Happening uh, but uh, Aside from that I, I don't see much Much else you know I, I don't see Floyd coming after him uh, mano a mano because That's not in Floyd's best interest uh, that's Actually in Conor's best interest So uh, I, you know and it won't Go 12 rounds Um I don't think it will go twelve rounds. I said it wouldn't in the beginning, and I predict a Floyd May with a knockout, but not from uh, you know his power. I believe that it's more gonna it's gonna come more from uh, fatigue on Conor McGregor's part. Now I could be totally wrong. Uh, and Conor McGregor uh, is uh, is ready to uh, uh, you know take uh, take the world by storm if he if he should win. Uh, this fight, you know, so uh, we'll see what uh, uh, we'll see what happens, you know. I mean, uh, um, you know, I, I don't I, I don't know what else to to tell you, uh, Jesse. He says uh, I saw the Neary versus Yamanaka fight, and Yamanaka lacks defense, uh, so he also he also didn't counterpunch like he normally does. Um, well, you were right uh, on that, Jesse. You uh, uh, you had said. Um, you know that you thought that Neary was going to win by knockout, and uh, you uh, uh, you were right. You you were a little off with the uh, uh, with the the fact of which round you chose, uh, but uh, but you were right. You know, so congratulations on that. Uh, he says, "Uh, Billy." Uh, he says, "Billy Connor is a counter puncher and leans back. Then he throws his punch." He says, "I think Alex mentioned this." Uh, on the show before, he throws uh, occasionally uh, a punch when his opponent is throwing his punch. He's not a volume puncher, or uh, does not smother his opponents. You know, I, I I'd be lying if I said I've I've seen Conor McGregor uh, fight before because I never have. Um, I I mean I've seen him spar and stuff like that, but I you know I don't know what his style is. Everyone tells me he's a stand-up guy, but this is interesting. Because if Conor McGregor uses his stand-up and boxing ability as a counter puncher, um, he's in there arguably one of the best counter punches in the game, and I can't see Floyd. Uh, I can't see Conor McGregor out countering Floyd Mayweather. Plus, I doubt very much that Conor McGregor has ever been in the ring with someone with the hand speed of Floyd Mayweather. Despite being forty years old, Floyd Mayweather is still um, going to be the fastest opponent that conor mcgregor ever faced so i don't i don't know i i think conor's only chance if if you want to give him a chance i think his only chance is to uh attack floyd with with reckless abandon and with no respect um assume that floyd can't hurt you and and go in and, and try to go for the kill as quickly as possible finally we got sal back on the line Uh, because he's in uh, Area 51 over there. Yes, I am. Or maybe 52. I don't know. But, uh, you know, what's your thoughts on a possible uh, uh, Conor McGregor thinking he's going to counterpunch Floyd?
0: I don't see him counterpunching Floyd Mayweather. That's not going to happen. I could bet my bottom dollar, and I bet that bottom dollar before. That's why I have problems with my Internet connection. Um, But I'll tell you what. Uh, I've said all along. And, and, and it's still not to contradict what I always believe in. Any given night, we don't know, but it might be, hey, kid, this ain't your night. Any given night, anything in the world of boxing could happen. And uh, Conor McGregor, I see in that world and that arena, the only chance, the only chance he would have is what we've said. He treats Floyd Mayweather with no respect right at the bell the onset the onset of that first ring of that first bell he rushes and runs over to to uh, Floyd's corner he uses his arms with an open glove or the thumb was just his hands and he keeps Mayweather he throws him into the ropes and he just wails away wading through Floyd's little powder puff eight ounce glove now punches and uh, still not going to hurt him and uh, basically keep his head down will those punches away stop Doing anything else but being relentless and throwing punches. And one of those punches might just open up another punch for him to land that can hurt Floyd. So that's it. That's, that, that, that's all I see. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be nice. But you know what? I don't see him doing anything else. He's not going to counterpunch a counterpuncher. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I've seen this guy sparring, whether it's press or not. This guy's getting picked apart by, by an amateur boxer. And I'm, I'm sure Paulie Malignaggi had some decent speed that uh, was giving him tattoos, too. So, uh, this, like I said from the beginning, this is a farce. This is not a fight. And if, if he wants to shock the world and pull an upset, yeah, then run, run, run across the ring. Be a bully. Do not respect Floyd Mayweather. Throw him into the ropes. And just wail away like you know how to do, and throw the punches from your ankles. I don't care as long as you had a guided missile or even a scud at this point. Hit him anywhere you can. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we try to to give a a
1: scenario where, where Conor McGregor could win. But let me tell you something. Last three days or last two days, I said. Uh, well, first I said uh, couple several weeks ago, months ago. Uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission will never approved this fight and then they approved it. Yesterday on yesterday's show I said they'll never approve eight ounce gloves for this fight and then they approved it. So I, you know, everything that um is uh we're saying is impossible, uh very well may become possible.
0: But uh, Well that's what he said. If, if he can never win, guess what? He might he might come out with his hand raised in the air. Look at this. Well what a Connor, surprise that'll be Connor's got some confidence, so
1: um, next email, this one's from uh, your buddy Joel and my buddy Joel. He says, uh, hey, Billy, see, I have a feeling. <laughs> he says, I have a feeling. See, I never read these before the show. So uh, he it's says, uh, I, I have a feeling that this will be your topic today. Uh, he says, uh, and you very well may even go on a rant, but seriously, with all the safety and health concerns uh, that the Nevada State Athletic Commission worries about, and now they're granting an exception to the rule to allow Connor and Floyd to wear eight-ounce gloves. If you and Sal were to fight, Nevada State Athletic Commission wouldn't give you an option. It have uh, it had gone it would have gone to ten-ounce gloves as the rules state for any fighter one fifty-four or over. I think the whole thing uh, is silly, but also I'm curious if this will come to bite Floyd in the arse uh next weekend as Connor has requested to wear the eight ounce gloves. What's your and Sal's thoughts on all the cra craziness with this fight and the gloves? Um obviously we've been talking about that today, but um I I uh I think it's uh I, I do think it's in if anybody's in getting any the advantage here, I, I would have to say it's Connor McGregor. Would you agree?
0: I would agree with you one hundred percent. Yes. It would be to his advantage and uh, I I think you know hey whatever he can get on the advantage end that's fine because I know that Floyd has has orchestrated what he does and tailors what he does to have every uh, chip on his side and to his advantage so yeah this would definitely weigh in Conor McGregor's favor
1: yeah, I think – I'm hoping I'm giving out the right phone number because I it, it, we haven't opened up the phone lines in so long. Let we'll me write that down. <laughs> I think it's 845-228-8710. If Say it slower. Any, if you have any thoughts on, on this, it's 845-228-8710. Uh, what's your I mean. thoughts on the uh, McGregor-Mayweather fight being allowed to use eight-ounce gloves one week out? Um, we'll see what happens. But I'm surprised that uh, – Floyd didn't say something like he gets to wear eight-ounce gloves with concrete in them, and Conor McGregor's got to wear, wear uh, mittens with, uh, and only be able to fight with one hand. I, I, I don't know, but uh, we got one more email. This one's from my man Mitch. He says, uh, um, Floyd, uh, this is from yesterday's show. He's got a couple of uh, comments from yesterday's show, and then uh, basically about the gloves. He says, uh, um, Floyd has never beaten an A-list fighter while that a-list guy was in his prime so in other words yes there are some a-list names on his resume but he never faced them when they both were in their prime he says Manny uh, after uh, the Marquez knockout uh, meaning he fought Manny Pacquiao after Marquez knocked out Pacquiao which is true he says Cotto if you believe he's an A list, I think at one time Cotto was an A list. Come on, we got to give Miguel Cotto some credit. He says after the Margarito beating, uh, this is true. He says he fought Oscar way past Oscar's prime, which is true. He says uh, Marquez never fought at the weight that Mayweather made him. Then Mayweather didn't make weight anyway because he was uh, uh, afraid because of out of fear. And that was that's a great point that I didn't mention yesterday. Um, when I was breaking down Floyd's record. When Floyd fought Juan Manuel Marquez, it was at a weight that Marquez never fought at. Yeah, I think he came up at least two weight classes. I said that yesterday, but I forgot to leave out the part that Floyd never got on the scale. If you recall, there was a clause in the contract, I believe, for $300,000 that Floyd just said, pay him. And we never knew. He never got on a scale. We never knew what Floyd weighed at all for wow. that fight. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's what I'm I saying. Did, this is what makes me sick about Floyd Mayweather. You know? well,
0: and sure, then he it's conditional. He's, he lays out conditions, and they conform to him, to what he wants. No, it's not all things being equal and level. No. I'm sorry, Bill. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's all right. Unfair. It's
1: it's okay, Sal. It's okay. It's I all right. get excited, Bill. You, you, know, you, know what's, you know what's funny? It's like... And, and and I know this is a much more drastic scenario, but it's similar. It's like if you and I were going to play Russian roulette and yes. I gave you <laughs> your gun... Your gun that you were gonna With use that had had five bullets oh. in it, and oh, mine man, was empty. Cool. And mine yeah, was empty. Was. So so I was like, okay, here's here we're gonna play Russian roulette. Here's your gun. You got to use this one, and and I'm gonna use this one. Okay, you, I'll go first. You know, and and I have an empty gun, and you got five <laughs> bullets in empty yours. Gear. You know, oh, so uh, that I mean that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, but, uh, <laughs> that's a great analogy. You know, it reminds, reminds me of Deer Hunter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Deer on it. Huh? That ow, was a, that was a, yeah was Yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, uh, he says, uh, he says Judah was never an A list fighter, but even if you put him on the A list, Mayweather fought him after he came off his loss against Baldomir. Uh, this is true. Uh, he says Corley was never an A list fighter, but he also came uh, off after a loss. So back to back fights against Corley and Judah, both of these fighters coming off losses in their previous fights. You know, that's funny. That's a great point that, uh, that my man Mitch is making because if you recall one of the things after uh, Manny Pacquiao lost to Marquez um he he Floyd said well he's got to win again uh before I fight him and you know he's and, and he criticized Manny Pacquiao for fighting fighters that came off losses and here uh, my man Mitch is uh, uh showing us that uh Uh, Floyd Mayweather fought several guys uh, Coming off of uh, losses Uh, He said he made Alvarez come in at a Catchweight where the kid had nothing Left on fight night Um, You know that whole Fight you know that's one Fight that I give Floyd A lot of credit For doing his homework And making the options for Canelo Alvarez 100% in Floyd's favor. Not that he doesn't make options in his favor all the time, but he saw that this was a rising star. He saw that he was a young gun, and he saw the imperfections in uh, Saul Canelo Alvarez's uh, uh, arsenal, which we see today. I mean, it's the same uh, imperfection. The difference is, is that Canelo Alvarez has gotten better uh, as a fighter, and Floyd wanted to get him out of the way, so he could always say that he fought a young gun. Saul, Saul Canelo Alvarez really is the only fighter that Floyd has fought in recent times that was, um, you know, not past his prime. As a matter of fact, you could make the argument that it was before he was ready to fight a guy like Floyd. But nonetheless, um, uh, you know, Mitch makes some great points. Uh, but I do give Floyd credit. Uh, for uh for fighting and beating uh alvarez he says i didn't think floyd dominated uh, uh marcos Maidana in the second fight in fact he got a tooth knocked out in that one uh and uh he did i i forgot about that too so yeah it's it's tough getting old sal i, I forget about a lot of this stuff you know it's it's all runs into one fight for me <laughs>
0: uh what are you, do you?
1: You got no comment? What? You got? You got no? no, no. You got no silly uh, you, joke you, or anything? You shut me up, man. Uh, uh, I tell you, uh, uh, uh,
0: no, no. I tell you, it's uh just just uh just uh reflecting back on some in- episodes of my life too. You you triggered, so I was just flashing back. What, Jeff, what? Jeff, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Jeff, Yeah, Ding, oh, ding. But uh, he says, uh, okay. He's got. He goes on. He says, uh, uh, since they have approved the eight ounce gloves, Billy C. Uh, he says the Nevada State Athletic Commission has not only sold their souls, but they have officially dropped out of my top three of the best boxing, commission, uh, boxing commissions in the U.S. by default. He says New Jersey is a distant first. California is second. And wherever else doesn't matter, I guess. He says uh, um, uh, uh, M... Let's see, who is this? He says... Uh, Uh, Anyway, uh, MSAC is right up there or down there with Texas, uh, Michigan, and West Virginia who let Tommy Morrison fight uh, with uh, too many questions. I I think he's referring to N, Nevada State of the Commission, is right there with Texas, which is corrupt, Michigan, and West Virginia uh, who let Tommy Morrison fight. Uh, He says, uh, now you see why Madonna twice or even golden boy Oscar De La Hoya couldn't win Uh, on the cards when they fought him in Vegas uh, with no apologies to Wayne Newton, George Wallace, but the real king of Las Vegas is named Money Mayweather. Um, And don't forget uh, Elvis. But, uh, you know, listen, a lot of people criticize New York, but I think they're in the top three uh, athletic commissions. And I, too, had Nevada uh, up there, but I do agree with Mitch, Sal, that uh, uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission uh, clearly, has lost um, any uh, uh, any respect that I had for them. Um, you know, uh, going further into this fight, I, I lost a lot of respect um, with them for approving this fight as a real fight. I have no problem with this fight as an exhibition. I've said it all along, but as a real fight, I've really lost respect. But now, with the glove change, um, especially when you know they supposedly have all of the medical proof that it's safer. Which, you know, we could make an argument for to begin with. And don't get me wrong, I'm not so much against the fact that hundred and fifty four pounders or even one sixty pounders shouldn't be allowed to wear eight ounce gloves. My issue here is the fact that they made a rules change for Floyd Mayweather. That's my hang up. I, I don't believe I think everybody, especially in the sport of boxing, but all combat sports should all be on an even playing field, Sal.
0: Oh, come on. I believe that. And, and you are 100% correct. And, you know, uh, that's why the whole credibility issue, you and I were discussing this months ago, that we wouldn't be having this discussion today, a week before the fight, because we did not believe in our heart of hearts that the Nevada State Athletic Commissioner was going to approve of this fight taking place next week. No way could we have ever, ever predicted that. But then again, you know, we're talking about integrity, we're talking about laws, we're talking about rules, we're talking about things that, you know, may not be all on the up and up. You know, the earlier comment too. New Jersey, let me tell you about it, their boxing commissioner and their whole rules and everything else is, is one of the best, one of the best in the world. They're they're very tight, they're very good, they're very concise, and uh, it's my home state, so I'm a little biased, but uh, let me tell you something. They, uh, they, they do have it going on. Jersey is very much aware and astute of the whole thing.
1: You know, like I was saying, you know, New York has gotten a lot of flack, yeah. and uh, you know, and most of the thing. And and me, I was a I was a licensed promoter in the state of New York, and it was very difficult to do shows as a promoter, especially a guy like me with no money, and. You know, their rules are very strict Now they've, you know, gotten a black eye No pun intended uh, Over the uh, Mago Magdo, uh, Mago Duzumov, uh situation And, and uh, you know, even with uh, uh, The governor uh, uh, Cuomo Who uh, uh, doesn't know A fish hook from a left hook But, uh, you know, making uh, The outrageous insurance uh, uh, Coverage uh, Part of uh, the rules for the commission Um Uh, even putting all that aside the commission is strict and it's good it it, it is good for the fighters Uh, some of the negatives is because some of the other commissions don't require the same medicals Um, you know it uh, New York has a tendency to only allow New York or even New Jersey based fighters because New Jersey is just as strict as you just mentioned Sal Um, but uh, you got to mention them as as a good commission I think they the safety of the fighters actually goes too far you, you, if you're watching a fight in new york nowadays you see doctors examining fighters in between every round and i mean they, they go overboard a little bit but um better safe than sorry and there are plenty of commissions out there uh that don't uh have the uh, requirements that uh, new jersey new york um uh and well nevada used to but uh, you know with this being able to buy out Nevada is is pretty sickening. Uh, they're gutless, spineless. Bob Bennett is a gutless, spineless piece of garbage. Hey, listen, we're going to take a short break. Nothing personal, Bob. Hey, we're going to take a short break, <laughs> and uh, when we come back, I got but, some more news. But. but, here comes the but. Uh, we got some more news to talk about, uh, so uh, don't go anyways. west. Uh, we'll be back in uh, two. Billy Z
0: will be right back. Part of the Billy C
1: Boxing Network. Check out BillyCBoxing.com now, or feel the wrath of the mighty mustache.
0: Oh, that hurts. Why are you doing that to my face? I hate you. I hate you.
1: That's BillyCBoxing.com. Consider this your warning. Now back to BillyCBoxing. Billy interact with the show at BillyCBoxing.com. And we're back. You're watching and listening to Billy C. Show. Glad you could be with us one more time. I hope you could be with us next weekend for the McGregor-Mayweather fight. We're holding a Billy C. get-together down in St. Simons Island. Come on down. Join Sal and myself along with former world champions Bobby Chez, Mike Hercules Weaver, and my man Marlon Starling. Uh, And uh, not only enjoy the fights, but we're going to have some meet and greet We're also going to have renowned trainer out of uh, Tampa, Florida, Sherman Henson, uh, join us and work out Sal in front of you guys at our meet and greet. Uh, In addition to uh, meeting the fighters and hanging out and having some food and a cash bar available, uh, we also are going to be giving you a full view of one of our episodes, at least, maybe even two if time permits, of our new series, Billy C's Boxing Revisited, which will be released on the networks for the fall season. Uh, So uh, make sure you uh, come on down. Uh, We're also going to have a golf outing. We're going to be trucking over to Sal's Neighborhood Pizzeria, eating his food, watching the fights. Uh, Great time for all. So uh, pack up the family truckster and come on down. Visit seapalms.com. Call them and tell them you want uh, information on the Billy C. Boxing event packages. Or just visit our website, Boxing.com, and click on uh, the Seapalms banner. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on
0: there, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it, Sal. How about you? Oh, come on, Bill! I'm so excited. I cannot believe this is going to be great. You know, I, I I love these guys coming down and visit us, and, and uh, just to have. I've I've been talking about it. Uh, uh, our our friends at the pizzeria. Everybody's excited about this. We are the. the there's a good buzz going on, and uh, we uh, we're excited. We are so excited to have this event and uh, right in my backyard. It's so incredible. I I'm, I'm, i can't wait. Cannot wait. I was talking to Bobby yesterday. I said, Bobby, you're coming all the way down here to have another New Jersey pizza. And I said, do you remember the last time we had pizza together? <laughs> and I told the story here right on the air. It was right before we both fought uh, in Ice World, I was a co-feature. I was Bobby's uh, co-feature. And, uh, and uh, we were both a little heavy over the scale. And uh, we just fought finished training in uh, one of Duva's gyms on Squirrelwood Road in West Patterson above a sausage factory and uh, we, we, uh, we sparred and had a, had a good time and then we went out for a little pizza at, at, at his buddy's place John's Pizza and, uh, and I'm saying Billy I, I'm saying hey listen I'm I'm still overweight and you are too that's when he gave me a little bit of a, a suggestion to, to look at these, these Lasix that uh, I think are banned right now but anyway, that's the last time we had pizza together. So yes, we are excited to do that. I have uh, Sal's Neighborhood uh, Pizzeria
1: pizza as an appetizer. I throw down you a pie, do. and then I start eating all the other good stuff that he has. But uh, uh, especially the cannolis. Don't let me, you know. The last time, the cannolis and the calamari. You like the calamari, no. don't you? I don't. I don't eat any seafood. But yeah, you, you know what. Not that it's not good, I I just don't eat. But you know what? The you, best you, you let me leave last time without having a cannoli. You know that? I cannot believe that.
0: How did you pull that one I out? I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm I was holding just... up on a cannoli shell. I'm going was... have you shell shocked. Forget about it. I think I was I
1: was too busy uh, drooling over all your beautiful wages as you have in that place. So you see? I, I, think, you see? I
0: think I forgot about the cannolis. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, some... we're gonna have fun, Bill. I want to. I want to. I had a couple new pizzas I added to the menu uh, that I'm gonna make for you. And, uh, I'm telling you, we're just going to have, you know, I, I, I came up with this idea with, uh, you know, our, we do a lobster roll sandwich. We get lobster from Maine and we do my family's recipe from Montauk. It's a beautiful lobster salad or lobster roll sandwich. We do that on weekends. And, uh, I have this, uh, I have our bolognese sauce. It's beautiful. Have you ever tried my meat sauce, the no, bolognese? No, no,
1: but but I am gonna I am gonna try that next time because I love a good bolognese sauce. I oh, really you're gonna do. love this bolognese sauce. The best, the best. It's my mother's recipe from Misquah. No, I'm gonna definitely try that. I f- uh, f- uh, <laughs> maybe a, can you get that? Like because I do not know if I'm gonna be down there enough, um, long enough to to. Uh, nah, we'll we'll talk. I, actually, I am. I'm talk. coming down an extra day. <laughs> I told That's you I'm day. starting. I'm starting to fast right now. But uh, anyway, some uh, other news I wanted to mention about the World Boxing Super Series. I promoted uh, them a little earlier on the show about the first uh, event that's taking place at the Alamo Dome in Texas, uh, where to get tickets. But uh, they also announced that um, a couple of decent, uh, better than decent uh, uh, um, fighters have been uh, added to the uh, World Boxing Super Series Uh, as reserves and um, you know uh, we've talked about this uh, on this show about how it seems that the American fighters have not stepped up to the plate and have taken not only the challenge to um, you know win this series against uh, obviously the best uh, uh, cruiserweights and super middleweights in the world but they also have not been willing to step up to the plate and take the risk, which bothers me since I'm an American. And uh, most of these uh, fighters are, are coming to us uh, from outside the U.S. Uh, and it goes to show you that the mindset, the mentality of the fighters outside the U.S. are still kind of old school, at least what we call old school, Sal. And uh, the, the fighters in the U.S. Uh, are... Uh, Seemingly, the ones that don't want to take a chance, and it's pretty disheartening. But uh, it was announced uh, uh, two days ago that Christoph Glowacki, a former world champion with a record of 27 and one with 17 knockouts, and Matus Masternak, also uh, a, uh, a, a former well, he was a for, former title challenger and a uh, top-rated uh, cruiserweight with a record of 39 and four with 26 knockouts, uh, are uh, uh, listed as reserves. Uh, in the cruiserweight uh, quarterfinals um, they, uh, uh, If they are not needed uh, as reserve due to an injury uh, The fighters will uh, actually fight on the undercards uh, Of the uh, quarterfinals that they get assigned to uh, Glowacki is the reserve for the uh, Marius Breedis versus Mike Perez quarterfinal uh, Which is the one I can't wait to see Because I, I want to see how good Mike Perez looks as a cruiserweight and the WBC world title match um, on September 30th, uh, that's that's that fight. Uh, Masternak uh, was name as a reserve for the uh, Murat Gaziov versus uh, Christoph Lodzarek uh, IBF world title fight, uh, which uh, has not been announced yet to date. So uh, if these guys do not have to step in due to an injury, they both will be on the undercards, which is uh, uh, more... Uh, uh, benefits for us as the boxing fans, and for you guys, especially the U.S. fans, to uh, become more familiar uh, with the division because I think it's a, a division that we don't give enough credit to here uh, in the states. Um, some news. I want to get your thoughts. Now, we, the other day, Sal, we were talking about uh, Nicholas Walters, the Axe Man, um, and you know how he quit. You know, this was a guy that. Uh, was uh, regarded as uh, one of the best uh, In his division And um, You know, he quit against Lomachenko uh, Just just decided to, to walk away And we haven't seen him since And um, You know, he he was on the rise, Sal I mean, this was a guy that uh, Many regarded as the best um, He was uh, knocking people out He had gotten his HBO gigs And uh, all of a sudden he pulled this and, and he was kind of blacklisted Or at least Dropped off the radar um, It was announced the other day That he was making a comeback fight uh, For uh, top rank And he was going to be on the undercard Of this weekend's matchup Between Terrence Crawford And Julius Indongo The first uh, uh, you know Four major sanctioning body Unification fight since Bernard Hopkins uh, Won it uh, almost 10 years ago More than 10 years ago um, And it was announced That um, Nicholas Walters was going to take on uh, Arturo Santos In only an 8 round fight He has been off um, for, uh, for a while um, And uh, as a matter of fact His last fight uh, was uh, uh, in 2015 uh, When he was uh, uh, stripped uh, of his title uh, And um, then uh, for Vasily Lomachenko uh, this past November. His last uh, title fight was uh, 2 and and he fought uh, Lomachenko this past November and uh, quit. So Santos would have been the first fight since then, eight-rounder. Santos had a record of 19 wins, eight losses, and five knockouts. They announced yesterday, Sal, that Nicholas Walters called uh, Carl Moretti, who's a VP at Top Rank, and said... Uh, uh well uh he said uh, I, I I quote this is Carl Moretti Walters is off the show. He called us this morning and told us he had a 101 temperature, 101 degree temperature and has been sick and he can't fight. Um he said that um he also said his whole family's been sick and he caught it. Carl Moretti said, "Well, um you know, he did sound like a uh, a guy who was sick." Uh so I said uh get better and we'll get you another fight later in the year um,
0: I'm not suggesting yeah, I'm, I'm not suggesting that, yeah, that I,
1: I'm not suggesting that Walters was was fib in here so um,
0: oh no, you can't suggest but, that but, you know basically unless you're in a bubble and you 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 take the per- Uh, the precaution of knowing you're fighting you're making your second chance come true and and you want to make sure there's nothing that can go wrong goes wrong and you stay away from all the sick people in your family and you you're in camp and you're insulated and you just have one thing in mind is to get your second chance to come back to big time boxing and and put on a showcase and everybody's giving you an opportunity. We're in your corner, and everything's good. Yeah, you don't you don't have any there, there's no suggestion that you you know, you're pulling a pulling a uh forget about it. So uh forget about it. Well don't forget I, about it.
1: I find it you know Call cool like it is member Welcome back Carter. I do and, 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 uh, and, 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 and Epstein always used to have the notes Hey, Mister Carter, uh, I I don't have my homework because uh, uh, you my know I lost it. it. My dog ate it. Signed Epstein's mother. You know, um, <laughs> you know, in, in boxing, one of the things that kind of protect a fighter when they injure themselves or, or, in this case, get sick, is a note from the doctor, or from and mom. and it puts some kind of uh, truth or substance to the credibility. Um, yes, that's a better word, credibility. Uh, credibility. To the, to the uh, you know to the situation, and whether you want to believe it or not, and whether you believe it's signed, uh, you know, uh, Axe Man's doctor or or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> or if it's signed Dr. Vinny or uh, whatever, as long as you have it, Shivago, yeah, you could you could uh, you could you could file it somewhere and and have some have some uh, you know backup data, uh, but when you get a phone call, you know, it's like it's like uh, everybody has listen. You'd be everybody would be lying if they said they never called in sick one time uh, for work or or something and was full of molasses, you know. And you call in, everybody can do the sick voice. Uh, I'm so sick, you know. I, I, I can't, can't come in. I, I you know. I'm sorry. I, I really didn't mean to let you down. You know how much I love my job. I'm uh, you know, I can't. I, I can't. I can't uh, I you know, I'm, I'm gonna get sick. You know, I don't, I don't want know. to
0: get everybody else right, sick right, right, work. right.
1: Hey, there's even better. I don't want. I'm I don't. Thinking of, I'm thinking of my I'm peers. Th- I'm thinking of the peers. <laughs> I, I don't want to get everybody else sick. You know, and then the next day you come in, Da-da-da-da-da. Boy, that was a 24-hour bug. Hey, what hey you, look what? you look a little tan. You uh, look a little tan. Well, well, you know, I had a, I had a bacon sure this sunbed. It was good you know, for my but, cold. But you know, the truth of the matter is is, you know, you get a guy that says he's got 101 fever. I don't know, man. Considering that he quit against Lomachenko, considering the fight before that in 2015 when he fought Miguel Mariaga, that he couldn't make weight, you know, you're kind of thinking that the discipline is is gone from Nicholas Walters. I don't know, man. If I'm Carl Moretti or anyone else at top rank, I'd want to see something. uh, You know,
0: I don't know. I don't think it looks good for Walters. What do you think? Billy, 100%. I mean, you get a second chance. You get an opportunity. Like I said, you pull all the stops. You're not going to have an excuse. You know, the excuse is not going to happen. And you're not going to have a valid reason to pull out of the fight, to, to get sick, to do it. You got you to gotta make sure, hey, this is my second opportunity, my, my, if you will, my last opportunity, my last chance to be credible, to be believable to sell myself, to do what I have to do. So you're going to take the necessary steps, not, well, my whole family's sick and I got sick and I can't fight. I don't care unless you got 110 temperature. No, I shouldn't say that. Uh, Guess what? And like I said, there's very, very few fighters that come into that ring 100%. Whether their hands are hurting, whether they uh, they got a sore rib cage, whether they uh, have a, a sore foot or or an ankle twist, or you know, a, very very few fighters at times come into that ring 100%. It's part of the game that goes with the territory that you just learn how to come into the ring and do what you got to do. The show must go on, and you might be less than your 100%, but you're still full of what you got to do.
1: You know what? But if we were having this what if what? we were having it what? What? I mean Tom what? no no, no, that's no that's from you uh, you know if we were having yeah, this yeah. discussion
0: 20 years ago, I would believe you, but well I, you you're, right, what, you're right right you know I, I, I was saying that when I was saying that when the words were leaving my mouth, I was ready to retract the real in because it's not applicable to today.
1: I don't know if it is you know and and I don't think fighters today we talked about it yesterday with Alex after he you know talked about his, you know, special boxing machine. Yeah, you're so funny with that. You are so like out a time of touch. Like you, I you, pictured
0: the actor what was that what was that movie with the it was called the Time Machine? H. G. Wells. Where the guy H, would go H, back to B C and H, he'd find H, that little cave woman. H. G. Wells. H. G. H. G. Wells. H.G. Wells, the, the yeah. Time yeah. Machine. The time machine. I love that so movie. So that's what that's what I call Oscar Pally. He's got this boxing time it's, machine. It's, it's incredible. It,
1: you know, it's it's just called Title Bout Championship Computer Game and anybody can get a copy of it. Just visit our website. But you know the still the, the, the the truth of the matter is, is uh uh, you know, years ago, you're 100 percent correct. Fighters would continue the fight regardless. Uh, nowadays, and and I'm not suggesting Walters is full of beans, but nowadays, uh, if they're uh, if they have an ingrown toenail, I mean, look at David Hay. He put his toe up on the podium and said, "This is why I lost." You know, what if uh, they say? Hey, David. No, they go like this. We don't want to make an excuse, but oh God, but I didn't get the a good but. night's it's sleep last night. Put in every contract. The butt clause. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Manny Pacquiao against Floyd Mayweather. I don't I don't want to make I don't <laughs> want to make excuses, but my shoulder my shoulder really hurt. You know, I mean, come on, man. Come on. But uh anyway, uh Nicholas Walters might be uh uh falling deeper and deeper into where so? The abyss. That's right. That's right. That's Jack right. Dempsey? The abyss. Jack Dempsey. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, anyway, some other some other uh, news I wanted to mention real quick is uh, Sugar Shane Mosley. All uh, oh, right, forty five years old. You know the poor guy had to retire. No, come on, why? I'm telling you, the, the poor guy had to retire, and 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 I, well, I, I got a I quote. can talk about comebacks. I, I have a quote. Um, you know, uh, apparently he officially uh, retired. He his dream was to continue fighting until he was fifty uh but uh he apparently he had a surgery uh that was done a minor surgery uh that uh went awry and um the end result is he can't fight anymore here's a quote from uh a future hall of famer sugar shane mosley one of my favorite fighters a fighter that floyd mayweather should have fought you know five six years earlier than he did i would have loved to see these two guys fight in the lower weight classes um sugar shane mosley uh uh, coming up uh, as a lightweight was virtually unbeatable. I, I think he would have slapped Floyd around, uh, but then as he uh, got bigger and older and did take some shots, uh, Floyd obviously uh, slapped him around. But uh, uh, Sugar Shane says uh, I had a few more le- years left in me, and I felt I had a few more big fights lined up. For t- uh, he says I had a, I feel I had a few more years left in me, and we did have a few big fights lined up for 2017 and 18. Uh, Bernard Hopkins fought up until he was 50, more than that, by the way, at the world class level. And he's always been a role model, uh, and a friend to me. However, fate, if you will, stepped in and ticked these options away from me earlier this year. I went in for my minor, minor arthroscopic surgery to remove a couple of loose bone fragments in my elbow. And the surgery turned out into a whole ordeal after the surgeon admittedly accidentally burned me on my for- sounds like a sounds like a lawsuit Burned uh, burn me on it my does, fore- it <laughs> does. you know admitted admitted accidentally admitted accidentally now i own now i own half of his practice but uh, uh burn me on my forearm leading to a sick uh, infection and needing like four this is a quote like four or five days of iv antibiotics and two weeks of antibiotics at home it Sounds was like crazy. a staff infection. Yeah, it was crazy and surreal to learn that I could never fight again. Uh, Mosley uh, went on to say that uh, the three-inch burn left his arm uh, that the doctor tried to cut out without me knowing it uh, because he had a cast on, uh, a bad infection. Now it won't straighten. He says, my arm, and I quote, my ar- right arm is ruined. They were supposed to make 2 two centimeter incisions in my elbow in a 1 hour surgery i ended up in there over 4 hours and came out butchered um wow his career wow that sounds like a lawsuit no it's 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 clearly a lawsuit <laughs> it's, baby. it's it's clearly a lawsuit the wording of this um but uh, mosley uh, is uh, officially retired. Can't straighten out wow. his hand. I'm sorry. Uh, to has hear a that career thing. record: 49 wins, 10 losses, one draw. 41 of his wins coming by knockout. One of my favorite fighters, and uh, clearly a, a future Hall of Famer. Sal, um, do you know any good attorneys, or do you think he's already got one?
0: Oh, I'm sure he's already. I'm sure he's already being coached or anything else. And you know what? In all due respect, Sugar stain L- Mosley, fantastic fighter, great guy. And uh, it is a shame because there was something that did go wrong here and you know what so he deserves let him let him do what he's got to do if uh, if it cut his career short hey you know it's just a shame because uh you know you go in for a little arthroscopic surgery it's supposed to be routine it's supposed to be easy it's supposed to go like this things can go wrong and uh obviously on this level it did and if it uh, look like it ripped his arm apart and uh, didn't leave the results that uh, he was assured would happen. You know, hey, you know, I thought they were going to leave a, a stethoscope or something inside the, 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 the arm, which they sometimes do.
1: Like that commercial where the guy didn't have a Snickers bar and he leaves <laughs> his
0: phone in the guy. and. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean. You know, these doctors, they got to either get some sleep or get some uh, uh, direction as far as, you know, and I, and I love doctors. I mean, medical doctors are great, but uh, uh, and everything else. But, uh, you know, when I when I hear stories and we do hear stories and I think they're inexcusable when a guy goes in to get one leg amputated and they amputated the wrong leg or they do something else. I mean, it, it, it's it's pathetic. I don't know what's going on in that operating room, but man, when you when you come out with not the results that you were assured were going to happen, they took out your kidney instead of your spleen. Uh, you know, I I, I don't know. This is, these are some of the things I hear.
1: Well, Did I tell you, I, I tell I tell you what I think. The doctor's Hell in there. He's got a couple of surgeries scheduled. The first one runs a little yeah. long. Now, all of a sudden, you're the guy in there, and all of a sudden, he looks up at the clock, and he's saying, oh, shit, I got, I got, a, I got that lunch meeting with my girlfriend. Uh, okay, well, let's rush this guy through, and they take the wrong leg off, you know, like you suggest. But now, you know, all kidding aside, you know, I've uh, had to go they in for some... Now. They marked
0: Sharpie, I think.
1: They, I was just going to say. I, this is, You took the words right out of my mouth. I, I have, you know, <laughs> gone in for some surgery... Um, several times, uh, mostly for Scalfly hernias.
0: Third year. go ahead.
1: Mostly for hernias because I've <laughs> I've had six of them. Don't ask me why I get so many, but uh, and that's what you got to do before you go in. As they're drugging you up, they go, "Okay, here's a sharpie. Mark where it's got to go. You know, just just you know, put an X on it. Uh, okay, yeah, you want me to do the operation too? I mean, uh, you know, come on, you know, don't you guys talk to each other? You know, but uh, anyway, we've all become a number. But uh, speaking of becoming a number. How about, uh, the big fight next weekend that we're going to be doing our event on, Sal, is, uh, obviously Conor McGregor from the, uh, MMA, uh, ranks taking on, uh, Floyd Mayweather, arguably, uh, one of the best, uh, fighters of his generation, um, and they're fighting each other. It's, there's a lot of discussion. We don't think it's a real fight. It should be an exhibition, blah, blah, blah. The undercard is eh, it's okay, but it's not a pay-per-view level undercard. I mean, I like some of the fights. Uh, I think the Nathan Cleverly fight is going to be the best fight on the card. But um, nonetheless, and, and we all want to see Javante Davis, although he's not fighting a tough guy. Um, there's the other fight that's virtually been uh, forgotten about, and that's Miguel Cotto who's continuing to fight. Wow. Uh, Miguel Cotto is fighting uh, uh, Yoshirio uh, uh on the same night on HBO. And, you know, if you recall, Miguel Cotto broke ties with Rock Nation uh, when they signed him to fight Kamigagi, and now uh, he's on his own again, and he signed to fight Kamigagi. And, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, they're probably not going to do that well Uh, because people are going to watch the uh, circus of uh, uh, McGregor-Mayweather. But since uh, HBO already paid uh, uh, Cotto, uh, whatever he agreed to uh, fight for, that the fight's going to go on. Now, I personally think that Miguel Cotto uh, doesn't even need to fight uh, anymore. Uh, His uh, legacy is intact. But um, nonetheless, uh, he's fighting for his 41st win. His current record right now is 40 wins five losses with 33 of his wins coming by knockout. Kamagagi uh, is, uh, 27 and three with uh, a couple of draws and 24 knockouts. Um, Kodo, uh, is, uh, coming into this fight after being out of the ring for almost two years and will make his 23rd appearance on HBO, which is pretty impressive. Wow. Um, what bothers me, there's a couple of things that bother me about this fight and a little note to all of our, uh, Uh, television and radio affiliates. We will not be taking a commercial break here. uh, So sorry about that. Um, What bothers me about this card is that um, the WBO is sanctioning this fight, Sal, as a world title fight for their junior middleweight world title, their vacant WBO junior middleweight world title. And they're letting Miguel Cotto fight for this. Um, and uh, also uh, Kamagagi, uh, uh, don't they care about, um, you know, these guys and their activity? I mean, I, you know, are titles become just something you
0: purchase? I mean, what's your thoughts on a 25 So, you know, it's these these little end the rounds and last-minute things, I, I, I'm still floored with, with a couple weeks ago we were watching a fight that was supposed to be a 12-round title fight. And uh, right before the last round, the fighters touched gloves, the referee, because it was a 10-round fight. How could it be for a title? 10-round fight. And, I I, I mean, it's bizarre. I don't know what's going on with who's making these calls and making the shots. You know what I'm talking about. We saw that together. No, I know. It's crazy. I know. It's It's... crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. You know what? We used to make fun. When we would watch the wide world of sports on Saturday, we used to call it the wild world of sports. And it, there are some wild things going on that uh, do not make sense. Which well, way is up?
1: Well, the issue is that, you know, there's so many titles, so many so world many. titles. And, you know, uh, they, it's it's a diluted, uh, yes. you know, crop uh, of, of fighters. Every, there's so many world titleists. At least if we're gonna to have to deal with these sanctioning bodies and and champions and interim champions and super champions and champions in recess and champions of merc yeah, well, yeah, and, and,
0: and, and
1: wanna be <laughs> champions. I mean, if you if you have all these champions in each division, at least make these guys coming off a win off of a, a top ten guy, even if it's a top ten guy in the own sanctioning body, uh, you know, two year layoff fighting for a title. You know, uh, I, I just, I just don't get it. I, I just don't get it. But uh, two year
0: anyway. layoff. I'll tell you, I had twenty five year layoff. I wonder where that would sit in. I'll tell you. So,
1: so let me read a quote from Quoto from Koto. Uh, he says Qu- a quote
0: from Quoto.
1: I like. Uh, well, that. well, this even puts it in, in more perspective. Yeah. Now, we all know that you know I'm not going to call Floyd Mayweather a diva. Floyd Mayweather is not a diva in my opinion. Floyd Mayweather has everything his own way. He's, he's a smokescreen scam artist in my opinion, but I don't think he's a diva. I think Andre Ward is the biggest diva in boxing. And I believe Miguel Cotto is second. And I, I want, I, I want you to hear this quote from Cotto. He says, Kamigagi is the best opponent for me right now in my career. He's a warrior in the ring. When we were looking through our options, He was one Mm. of the first names that popped up. I don't really worry about what or how my opponent trains. All that matters is how well our team prepares. Freddie Roach has always been good to me, has been critical to my preparation over uh, the years, and, uh, and to our team has always enjoyed working, and our team has always enjoyed working together as a family. I'll be prepared for this fight mentally and physically. It'll be a great fight. Well... The way I read this, Sal, is that they basically went through a list and they said to themselves, okay, who can we pick out of these available fighters that we know we can beat, that we know will look good, and uh, not risk a a loss? And uh, lo and behold, he's one of the names that pops up. So we decided to pick him. You know, fights now, especially big fights, have become when the so-called A-side picks the B-side, sort of like a lotto. I've always said when you, when you, uh, you know, if you get chosen by Floyd Mayweather to fight him, it's like hitting the lottery because you know you're going to make a big payday, etc. When did boxing become like this, where one side, presumably the A-side going into the fight, gets to pick their opponent? It used to be two fighters, especially for a vacant belt, Two fighters that rise to the top and earn their shot to fight each other for a title. Or, in a case where you have a title holder, the number one contender who fought his way in contention to earn his shot at your title. When did it become, let's see who makes the most sense and will be the easiest fight
0: for me so I can fight for a title? What's happened? You're up. I got okay, you. good. Well, I think the first time I saw that happen, and 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 listen to what I'm going to say, because no way. How do you fight for a world title fight? And you said, well, amongst my options, this was the best opponent for us to pick for a world title fight? Forget about it. But the first time it really did happen, I remember watching a movie once. I think it was Apollo Creed uh, choosing to fight Rocky Balboa uh, and, for the title. And that's that's the first time I saw it happen. Oh, I'm sorry. That was fiction. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I forgot where I was. But that's where it happened. So what's happening is life imitating art. I guess so. No, it's like what Coach in our chat room has said for about two
1: years now. Boxing has become WWE. The uh the McCon- the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather a uh, fight she is a good example it. of that. Uh, Miguel Cotto, uh, fighting. Uh, uh, for a vacant title, even though uh, Koto has not been uh, in uh, uh, the ring for almost two years uh, is a good indication of that. So, I, I mean, you know, it, it's, uh, it's become a joke. Um, but uh, anyway, yes. hey, listen, um, tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, uh, we are uh, programming, note, this is our last show uh, for, uh, for the next uh, week or so. Uh, as you know, we've been uh, promoting uh, our next Billy C. Boxing event. It'll be taking place down in St. Simons, and we really want uh, you guys to be part of it. Uh, so get yourself some tickets or actually just make your reservations uh, at the Seapom's Palms Resort uh, right now and come on down and join Sal and myself and uh, Bobby Chez and Ma- Marlon Starling and uh, Mike Hercules Weaver uh, for uh, two days of fun. Uh, And uh, we will be watching the uh, farce called McGregor-Mayweather, so uh, come on down uh, for that. Uh, But uh, on tomorrow's uh, show, which will be the last one until the 30th, uh, August 30th is when we come back, um, we will be uh, breaking down and giving you our official predictions for the uh, fight this weekend between Terrence Crawford and Julius Ndongo, the first uh, unification fight of all major sanctioning bodies Uh, since Bernard Hopkins did it uh, over a decade ago. And we're also going to give you an update on the fight that Sal and I can't wait uh, for and uh, probably the uh, biggest fight uh, in the sport since uh, uh, Klitschko uh, challenged Anthony Joshua for his titles a few months back. And, of course, I'm talking about uh, Triple G against uh, Canelo. So we'll talk to you and give you some updates about that, Uh, some people uh, uh, making their predictions, uh, some people you know of. And I'm a little surprised at the way things are going with that. But uh, we'll talk about that and some more news uh, tomorrow. So hopefully we will not have to talk about anything to do with Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Every day, there seems to be something that we get forced to talk about uh, with well, these guys. But, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a shame, Sal, because, uh, uh, you know, it's to me, it's it's such a farce.
0: Uh, but uh, it is in the news. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I do know what you mean. And and like I always said, Bill, you know, the news media took over another role. They don't just really report the news anymore. They help stimulate and create it. And that's what they're doing now. They're promoting this fight, and they made this fight come to fruition. And, uh, you know, every little thing around this fight, whether he has a, a, a toenail clipping or or, or they go over an 8-ounce glove, it you know, it, it's – you go to the ESPN boxing page where they usually have credible things. Right now, all it is is blessed with Mayweather and this for this fight here. Um, maybe there's not other news, but uh, worthy news. But uh, you know, it's it's just it shouldn't be that way. It should be other things going on.
1: I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree hundred percent. But uh, nonetheless, hey, make sure you tune in tomorrow morning, same bat time, same bat channel. Until then, ciao, baby.